Thanks for joining us today on the nateholdridge.com podcast, where we're taking a look at some of the articles that Pastor Nate has written at nateholdridge.com and just going a little bit deeper into them with some conversation. Today we're talking about prayer and specifically some things to consider as you step out and lead people in prayer at a prayer meeting. Throughout the ages, God's people have prayed. Revivals have come, grace was received, and God heard his people. And for a pastor, leading a congregation into prayer is a massive joy. Inviting a church into prayer can be powerful. Sometimes it will feel alive with the Spirit of God, and at other times it will feel uncomfortable and awkward. Either way, do it. Prayer is a war, and war will always be messy. But we are called to get in there and pray, to cry out to God. So whether you're pastoring a church or leading a small prayer group, it's time to roll up your sleeves and lead your people in prayer. Should we start this off by just kind of having like a, a prayer time? You, do you want to lead me in prayer yeah. for this conversation? I'll just put my hands on top of your head. <laughs> And I will pray for you. <laughs> it's kind of like we, we can just experience what you're talking about in this article by you just kind of just doing it. Exactly. Let's just let's just Timeless. let it rip. That'd be awesome. We did have an awesome prayer meeting yesterday with our staff, I thought. Oh, yeah? Wasn't that cool? I, I, oh, no, you weren't there. I wasn't there, but oh, I heard about it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you don't pray, do you? Oh, man, I was the one who bowed out of the prayer meeting. So <laughs> no, faulty. it was really cool. We took... Um, I've been I've been reading through uh, Tim Keller's book on prayer. Yeah, it's so and, good. I mean, it's just yeah, it's like a master class, mm. you know, on the subject. But he taught. There's a lot of it that's just kind of over my head. But there's a he talks a lot about <laughs> kind of praying from scripture, and mm. so we had a nice little time in Second uh, Peter chapter one, where Peter talks about like add to your faith, virtue, self control, mm. knowledge, all these different things. And we just kind of, people just, I didn't assign anybody like a topic, but I just said like, there's our text. We all have our Bible in our hands. Let's pray for our uh, leadership, our staff, that we could Hmm. like grow in all these areas that Peter's telling us by the spirit that we're to add these things to our faith. And it was really cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Huh. My my wife came home yesterday uh, and told me about that, mm. and she really loved it. She mm. loves those times of corporate prayer, but especially that we got or that you guys got to pray from scripture. She thought that was just really special. Was she telling you like in a way to try to get you to want to pray <laughs> and actually she, come? She's like, "Can you lead our house in this kind of prayer, please?" <laughs> I'm just kidding. For the record, if you're listening, uh, Riley is a great guy, great man of prayer. Just couldn't make it yesterday. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. Well, today we're talking about prayer and kind of like within the context of, um, I mean, it's interesting that you share that story because we're talking about this article that you wrote to pastors when they're considering uh, leading their church in prayer, whether that's one-on-one prayer with um, maybe another leader or maybe in a bigger context of like a church gathering. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, just looking back on it, there's definitely principles that apply to anybody who is going to be... Uh, maybe asked to lead a prayer meeting or wants to lead a prayer meeting. Um, you know, obviously you can have prayer meetings that where pastors aren't 
you know, present, right. you know, I mean, that's an, should be uh, self-evident after reading the Bible at all. Yeah, but, totally. But um, I just was thinking about, you know, from the pos- position of pastoral leadership for the most part, but there's tons that crosses over just in any time uh, you're called upon to lead a prayer meeting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whether you're a pastor or maybe you're leading a small group kind of time of prayer. Yeah, which is just or... an incredible place for prayer to happen is in that right. small group kind of setting. Totally. Yeah, which I really love. So it's kind of like just leadership kind of things to think about when you are leading a group of people in prayer. So maybe we can just kind of dive into it. There's a lot here. This first thing in the article is about focus. And it sounds like you did have kind of like a focus when you were leading into that prayer time. Mm-hmm. But you do in the article talk about how it's just important to have some kind of focus when you are leading a group of people in it. Can you kind of expand expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I, I, it's it might be partly just my own preference, you know, like I just like to know what the mission of this time that mm-hmm. we're gathering together to pray uh, is, is about. I think you see that in scripture, you know, when you see uh, the prayers of the Old and New Testament, there's usually some kind of context for that time of prayer. So, you know, Nehemiah, he's praying for the uh, revival of Israel and the restoration of right. Jerusalem because he heard the bad news from his brother. Or the church, you know, in Acts 4, gathering together, and their, their you know, desire was to pray for boldness because... Uh, Peter and John had just been arrested and then released, and so now they're asking God to give them boldness and strength. It probably would have been kind of awkward, you know, for somebody to, in that moment, start praying for, you know, their cat or something like that, you know, just <laughs> yeah. to be like, well, this isn't really what we're gathered together to pray for at this moment. So a lot of times you'll see that in Scripture, that the prayer meeting, if there is a meeting, is for a specific uh, purpose. And, you know, like we just talked about uh, small groups. So a lot of times, like in a small group setting, uh, a focus of prayer can a lot of times just be like the individual members of the group. And Mm, uh, my experience, at least, has been that once we go into like sharing mode uh, about different things going on in our lives, probably what will happen is we're going to be sharing what's happening in our lives, basically prayer requests, and then the people in the group probably will just take those into their own personal prayer life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because once you, you know, go around the room and kind of each person shares, usually that takes the bulk of time. And then there's maybe a briefer moment Mm -hmm. that's available to actually pray about those things. Uh, Then there's also um, you know, a particular subject or like pain point in the community, some kind of Uh, movement that people are a part of, some kind of mission that they're engaging in, a ministry that they've engaged themselves to. So like I remember actually the room we're sitting in right now, I used to uh, love to grab a bunch of people who I considered, you know, leaders in our college ministry way back in the day. And we'd kind of get in this room and we would just, you know, four or five of us, we'd just pray for the group of people that Mm. we were trying to care for and uh, asking God to help them and strengthen them. So it's like a focus like, you know, on that particular, you know, ministry or mission. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's obviously like the the prayer request kind of meeting, but I tend to be a little bit more of like a kingdom of God mission right. uh, kind of prayer meeting guy. Yeah, I love that. That's super helpful too. I think for the leader, for sure, but then for the people who are praying as well to kind of join in on that 
kind of vision and mission. Yeah, I've always noticed that when we have like our pastors' prayer meetings or oh, elders' yeah, prayer totally. meetings. You know, there's the times where um, maybe uh, maybe I haven't asked anybody to lead the meeting. Uh, I'll typically lead the meeting, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes uh, I'll just kind of say, "Well, let's pray." And I haven't given any leadership myself. Yeah. And I haven't asked anybody else to lead. And I'm just kind of trusting that eventually it's going to get going. Yeah. And stuff that we need to be praying for is going to rise to the surface. The Holy Spirit's there. So, you know, stuff's going to happen. But it does take a little while to kind of get that going. And I've noticed that when there's something maybe in my heart or whoever's leading it that day, you know, that's in their heart to pray through. You know, everybody can just jump on board and we, we've got our thing, you know, that we want to, you know, speak to the Lord about. Yeah, I love that. So when you're kind of leading a meeting or even when you kind of open it up like that a little bit, are you okay with some, sometimes it kind of going maybe a little bit differently than you're hoping it'd go? And oh, yeah, yeah. you talk about like just kind of trusting people a little bit. Oh, and- of course. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and obviously like in a uh, here we are, like, I mean, the article I did say parentheses for pastors. And one of the things that I would encourage any pastor to do is to regularly pray with his key leadership mm. in the church, whether they're, you know, on staff or not on staff or whatever, but to have an elders prayer meeting, I think is really powerful because it's very uniting. Right. And I've, have found at least for me in my own experience that is the like safest m- most like spiritually charged prayer meeting that I'm usually mm-hmm. a part of uh, when I'm in you know a, like a larger kind of context prayer meeting where um, there's folks there that you know some of them I know well others I don't know as well uh, then you know I'm a little more like alert in the you know, what's going on right now kind of mode, Um, you know, because uh, there's, there, you know, people have different passion points in their lives and sometimes those passions are good. Sometimes they're not good. Sometimes it's just an agenda and you might say like, hey, we're praying for evangelism right now and and we're praying for our community, the lost in our community. That's what we want to be lifting up to the Lord. That's a pretty broad area that people Mm, can be, you know, really led by the spirit to pray in. And you might get somebody who just can't even stick to that parameter and they are going off like praying for, you know, something very specific that is just like a passion point for them. Yeah. And that gets a little bit harder for me personally. Right. And so uh, a lot of the prayer meetings that I'll lead, um, it's, you know, I want to pray with with leaders or I want to pray with the volunteer leadership uh, in the church. These are people that you know, that level of like relational trust has been built up to where I kind of don't have to really think about, you know, maybe because people will preach, you know, in a prayer meeting, people Uh will, you know, uh, rebuke in a prayer meeting, you know, other people um, and do all sorts of things. So, you know, you just have to kind of be conscious, more conscious of that in the, in the larger setting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I I love that because that kind of gives the people that you bring into the prayer meeting some kind of, I don't know if ownership's the right word, but you give them a chance to really pray the things that are on their heart, and you, knowing them, get to kind of trust that a little bit, and maybe, like you said, don't have to worry so much about the different parameters and different things that are happening, but can really enter into that time. Yeah, I think a lot of times that's, you know, for me, that's where I've experienced a lot of the gifts of the Spirit Hmm. uh, in operation, 
and where I've been able to, you know, get a perspective from the Lord that I didn't previously right. have. You know, like Me for too. instance, yesterday <clears throat> as we were going through and praying through Second Peter one a little bit as a as a uh, staff, um, one of the guys was praying for the adding to our faith brotherly affection, mm-hmm. and when he was praying for that, uh, he just mentioned, you know, Lord. Um, in a way and that is similar to soldiers who go to battle together and oh, have wow. a unique yeah. affection for each other because of that common mission and war, help us have that here. Wow. And as he was praying that, it was like a it was a fresh perspective for me of how much we needed to as leaders and as a church staff really continually exhort each other and be thankful for each other that like, man, we are co-laborers and co, um, you know, we're, we're warriors together on this great mission. And sometimes we forget that. So we just need to continually Mm -hmm. remind each other of that. It just felt like more than his prayer, it was like a word from the Lord to our hearts in that, in that moment. And that just kind of came from him just doing his thing Mm -hmm. as we had this general deal that we wanted to pray about. That is so cool just to see how that kind of stirs up in different people and how that can encourage somebody else in the prayer meeting even. You're, you're talking about in the article, too, about the Holy Spirit, and you mentioned it briefly, um, just that the gifts of the Spirit can be used inside of a prayer meeting. When, when you're thinking about leading a prayer meeting, are there things that you're thinking about in consideration to the Holy Spirit moving? Are you, are you kind of saying, like, Lord, like let your Holy Spirit move and like, I want to kind of get out of the way and let you do your thing. Are you, are you maybe taking some time verbally with your people to say, Hey, let's have a time. If you have like a word of prophecy or tongues or something like that, like let's, let's do that right now. Maybe a combo of both. Yeah, totally. Well, you just freaked some people out there when you said tongues. (laughs) Just get into it. That's a whole other podcast right there. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, and for the record, we do believe in, the possibility of the gift of tongues, but that it is a predominantly private prayer language before mm. the Lord, but that sometimes, according to 1 Corinthians 14, if someone with the gift of interpretation is present, then the gift of tongues can be used, but that the speaker is in total control of that gift. It's not like a demonic thing where you're totally. just totally overcome or overtaken. Uh, but So that's our <laughs> position. We're not cessationists. We believe in the current ministry of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit for Amen. today. But um, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, it, it kind of depends, you know, if, I, if, if I'm if i going in, like, like we've been saying, you know, and, and I'm praying with, you know, like a, it's a couple hundred people and you have no idea, you know, who really is and isn't people, there, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, then probably there's a little bit more of a plan in place, you know, like, okay, we want to have a time where we are waiting on the Lord for maybe some of those gifts to be manifest. I probably am going to have to do a little bit of teaching attached to that. Mm, Um, There is a complexity because of the numbers that are there that often, you know, will mean that that's kind of not how we're going to pray at this particular moment. When it's a smaller group and people that I know, people that are, uh, you know, I know are taught and instructed, uh, then sometimes it could just be as simple as like, hey, let's just be quiet right now. Does anybody have anything that they'd like to mm-hmm. share yeah. you know, or say? And sometimes it just feels very uh, benign and just normal and there's right. a verse or you know something. Sometimes it's, you know feels more powerful, but you just never mm-hmm. know 
you know, what God is, you know, kind of doing in that moment or in that time. You have to test everything anyways. So right. you just kind of, so it kind of depends, I think, for me on who's there, how big the group that's praying is. Hmm. But generally, I don't necessarily go into it with like a big plan. Like this is exactly, you know, because you just kind of can't do that. You know, even just hearing you say that, I think that there's maybe somebody listening who uh, they hear the idea of leading a prayer meeting. It's like, oh, that sounds like a thing that I want to be able to do, but I'm honestly a little bit scared about it <laughs> just because of that maybe the kind of, I don't want to say like the wildness, but just maybe this like the kind of unexpected, it's not like a teaching opportunity necessarily where you know what you're going to say and you teach it. It's kind of like you open up a prayer time and people can kind of mm-hmm. join in on that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any kind of, um, I don't know, any thoughts towards that, towards somebody who's maybe new? I know we're not talking to a pastor necessarily right now, but maybe somebody who's like just doing a small group and maybe they're just having a hard time with like the boldness to just jump into it with people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sure. I think a thing to remember is that where you have believers, uh, you have people who, whether they're very good at it yet or not, they want to pray. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't really know how to pray and they're, you know, we're in that process of like growing and learning how to do it. That was the disciples question, you know, Mm -hmm. Lord teach us to pray. Um, but when the spirit of God is inside of you, he is stirring you and you do want to pray. So I, I haven't met very many Christians who have said, like, I just don't want to pray. It's more of a, I'd like to, but I don't know how to. So totally. it's it's kind of a frustrating experience for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just I think trusting for one as you're stepping into that time that, okay, if these are believers, then positionally, like where they're at, they probably want to pray. Mm-hmm. Some are going to be more experienced with it than others. Some are going to be you know, more comfortable in uh, kind of in front of others, so to speak, you know, yeah, and less reserved in actually praying out loud. So I think just believing that for one. And then I think another thing too, is just don't say too much on the front end of mm-hmm. the prayer time, just kind of set a general tone. If there's a passage you want to pray through, if you want to pray through the Lord's prayer, if, if uh, there's just like a big topic that you feel like, we need to pray for this or, hey, let's pray for each other. Let's pray for the person on our left or on our right. right. Don't clutter it up with a with too many words. Just get into it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I mentioned a lot of things, but, you know, just being uncom- being comfortable, being uncomfortable, you know, just kind of understanding mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's going to be times of silence and awkwardness and <laughs> there's going to be weird prayers from time to yeah. time. People are going to pray things that, maybe the Lord really doesn't want to do, you know, like you just never know what's, <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen and, and just kind of being okay with that. You know, these are people who they have their own relationship with the Lord and are going to have to answer to him for, you know, where they're at and their growth right. and development and just kind of being okay with that, I think is important. Yeah. How would you uh, classify a good prayer meeting? It's is like you thing? just kind of can't, I don't yeah. think, you know, I mean, Obviously, it's like a, a good prayer meeting is that one in which you are praying in line with the Lord's will, his priorities, his purposes. So, I mean, on that level, if there is a prayer meeting that you just walk away from where you just know, like, we 
barely prayed for anything mm-hmm. that touched on the mission of God, and it was all just temporal stuff. Right. Usually for me, that feels like a bad prayer meeting. Um, but you know, on the other hand, it's just hard to know because you don't know what's happening inside of people. So Even true. that kind of prayer meeting, you could have a bunch of people sitting there going, man, this is ridiculous. We're just praying for things that are all external. And what about the heart? What about the internal? What about the mission of God? And maybe they don't say anything, but they walk away from it with that conviction in their hearts. It's just really hard to to know. Clearly, you can't um, define, you know, a good or bad prayer meeting based on like emotion or, um, you know, a a feeling or feeling like the spirit was moving or something like that. I mean, some prayer meetings are more refreshing Mm -hmm. uh, than others, but, uh, you know, a good prayer meeting is where God is like hearing your prayers and answering the prayers. So, you know, that takes a little bit of time to know, you know, what God's going to do and how Mm -hmm. this, you know, prayer time is going to play out. Now, obviously, we're talking about an aspect of prayer in that we're supplicating, we're making requests. There's obviously beautiful prayer meetings where you're just simply praising the Lord, you're adoring the Lord, His magnificence is growing uh, in your heart. So Mm -hmm. I think, though, for me, if if the mission of God is being prayed for, and if God is being, you know, elevated through our prayers, rather than man being elevated and right. man's mission being prayed for, mm. uh, that is kind of a mark for me of what a good prayer meeting looks like. So kind of to, I guess, just put in bullet points, and you lay it out in your article, but man, just kind of thinking through focus for your prayer meetings, letting the Holy Spirit have room just to do His thing through that prayer meeting. And, and I just really love that point of just being kind of comfortable with the uncomfortable, being uncomfortable with like the uncertain a little bit. In addition to that, Nate, do you have any other kind of encouragements towards the pastor or towards towards the leader who's leading a prayer meeting? You know, I, I think one of the best things that, uh, that I've done in prayer meetings that I have felt like, I think this is a strong time of prayer, mm-hmm. is... Um, you know, I, I know of certain people in the church that are, you know, for lack of a better way of describing it, they're good at prayer. Oh, yeah. You know, totally. they, they pray personally. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they know how to intercede. Mm. Uh, they pray for other believers. So I try to find people like that and invite them to come to the prayer oh, meeting. Yeah, totally. You know, because <laughs> they're good at it. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of times people like that. Um, if they're in some kind of you know leadership role or they have responsibility for others, sometimes when they get in the in the prayer meeting, they feel like they don't want to be prayer hogs, right. and they want to let people have a chance. And the thing is, sometimes there's people who aren't as good at prayer, but who like pray a ton during oh, yeah. the meeting. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do is I'll ask. You know, I mean, I, I will definitely, you know, if somebody is taking like a an inordinate amount of time in right. the prayer meeting, if they're taking a, like a percentage of the prayer that is just not fair to everybody else, I'll definitely talk to them hmm. uh, about it, you know, privately, personally, respectfully. Yeah, um, and then if that doesn't work after a few prayer meetings, I'll actually like during the prayer meeting be like, Hey, you know, brother or sister, like we're with you. We got you, but we want to get mm-hmm. to some other prayers. You know, thanks, um, kind of thing because they can't. You know, sometimes that just happens. It's human nature. Yeah. But I'll go to people who I know 
to be effective in prayer and they know how to pray. And I'll just tell them like, hey, I want you to pray out mm-hmm. loud in this prayer meeting. Yeah. I know that you want to give everybody else a chance. I know that, you know, you don't want to take something for yourself that, you know, you shouldn't take. But I'm inviting you. Like, I, I, I yeah, the reason cool. that I wanted you to come is because... I really respect you. I respect your walk with the Lord, the priorities that are in your heart. So when you pray, uh, it's just so edifying, you know, for everybody to hear. So, you know, we'd love to pray with you. So pray Mm -hmm. and just kind of giving them that green light a little bit. So I think that's, you know, been really helpful in, in times that I've led prayer meetings. Totally. Being able to have that kind of time to address maybe the occasional, (laughs) just like, person who just needs to be talked to just about some etiquette during a prayer meeting and then inviting people who, yeah, you respect their walk and want to encourage them to pray with the church and yeah, for totally. a prayers. Totally. Yeah. And the etiquette thing is fine. I mean, that's just kind of the way it right. is. People have to exactly. grow and kind of move through those different stages in their own life and development. And a lot of times they just have no idea. It's just, mm-hmm. well, they love the Lord, you know, but if you have a 45 minute prayer, I've been in prayer meetings where it's like, we're going to pray for 40 minutes and one guy probably prayed 20 of those minutes, right. you know, and after it's over, you know, it's kind of like you, you do feel awkward about yeah. it. And you you kind of do want to address that for the future. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things, though, about this article is that you kind of talk about, I mean, these are kind of things that could maybe, maybe it's just for a guy like me who I, I could get into a prayer meeting and I've been in those kind of awkward prayer meetings before, but um, I, I know just personally, I've been kind of like intimidated to lead one in the past because I've just been like, oh, I know this person's going to be here. This may be a little bit uncomfortable. But what you talk about in the article a lot, and I really appreciate, is just this opportunity we have to teach. And if we're not uncomfortable with the uncomfortable, but if we're comfortable with it, then there's just like great opportunities, like you said, for growth and to help people in their development as Jesus followers and prayers. Yeah, too. absolutely. I mean, you can read about prayer, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, of the podcast, I'm reading, you know, books about prayer. You can, you can study, you know, what prayer looks like and everything, but one of the best ways to learn how to pray is to pray. Just and, to do and, it. And, and mm-hmm. so if you're, you know, new to it and you're with other believers who are praying, you're learning as you're listening to them pray. So it, it is a great, you know, teaching mm-hmm. mechanism, you know, to just help people kind of learn how to, how to pray themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. Well, cool. Nate, do you have any last thoughts about uh, leading a prayer meeting? No, just go for it, man. You know, I I think that, um, you know, it's been nice to talk about this because I think that our tone has been uh, slightly towards uh, pastors, but also just to, you know, general believers who want Mm -hmm. to, you know, gather together in prayer. And I think one of the things about a prayer meeting is that, you know, when you set that time and you set that place to pray, it creates an accountability to actually enter into prayer. And as we know, prayer is a battle. It's a war. It's sometimes hard to enter into it. And one of the ways that we can be maybe more faithful in entering into it is by agreeing with other believers that we will do it. And when you sit down and you begin to pray, you know, it's like, man, we're actually, we're doing this. You know, we're actually crying out to God uh, together. So I would just encourage it. I think it's one of the greatest things that believers can can do uh, uh, with the Lord and then also 
together. I think sometimes we want to sit around and Bible study ourselves mm. to death. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I mean, I'm all about Bible study. Right. But at some point, it's great for us to just cry out to the Lord and to pray and to intercede and and to um, you know lift up our community and concerns and the mission of God and to really believe that the Lord's going to work uh, as we're in prayer. He's working on us. He's working in our community. So yeah, go for it. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to read some more articles from Pastor Nate, you can always go to nateholdridge.com and browse through all the archives. Everything's there. And if you'd like to have his articles sent to your email on a weekly basis, you can also sign up for that at nateholdridge.com. And while you're online, please share this podcast with a friend. We would greatly appreciate that. And also, stay tuned for another episode next week. But until then... God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.